Nick and Corey in the morning. Good morning. Welcome back to episode 27 of the Nick and Corey in the morning podcast. Here with me, as always, is Corey. Yo. And back for his ninth time, first time in a while, on Zoom, Max. Hey, gamers. Wow. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while, man. How's it going? It's it's not going well, honestly, after this movie. But besides that, it's great. How was Ireland? It was really cool. I saw Cliffs and Dublin and Alcoholics. You saw and Alcoholics or you were an alcoholic? I wasn't really an alcoholic. I guess one night I was. Did you go to the Guinness factory? I did not. Did you, did you drink a Guinness? I did. You got it. It's it's fine. I don't know. It was whatever. dark, dark ale. Apparently, the like the bubbles in it are nitrogen instead mm-hmm. of yeah. It's pretty. Do you cool. not like that? No, it made it made it smoother. Mm-hmm. It was cool, I guess. I if you go, it, if you go to the Guinness factory, so they'll give you samples of all their, like their different stouts that they make there, mm-hmm. and um, at the end of it. You can get a pint and they laser etch a picture onto the foam on top of the beer. So like people always take like a picture of themselves. So they have themselves on the beer as they're drinking it. That's pretty cool. This shit's it's it's like of course it's like marketed, like you know, it's like very touristy. But um I really, really fuck with that's like one of my dream destinations is to go to Guinness or I mean go to Dublin. The factory. Yeah. yeah. It was a cool city. I like the rest of Ireland better though, like the rural parts. Yeah, I think that's nothing beats those um, landscapes. I think it's it's very it's like the coolest part of Ireland. Yeah, we went to Northern Ireland too, which is a different country, and that was really cool. The Protestant mm-hmm. Catholics, hate yeah, each other. dude, that's where that's where the uh, Irish car bomb gets its name. Yep. <laughs> we went to Belfast and there were all these murals of like terrorists and like yeah. it was weird. They have a giant wall separating all the Catholics and the Protestants because they can't even yeah. be next That to shit them. is insane to me. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago either. It was like the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's a very recent. It's like Cold War type shit. It was cool to see. Very cool. Well, I have a quick story for you guys. Uh, the other day at work, I was turned into an absolute buffoon in the cafeteria. Oh, no. I, ne- I never, I don't know if I've ever been this embarrassed in my life. That's uh, not good. The cafeteria worker had a lazy eye <laughs> and he asked me what I wanted, but like his eye was drifting off. And there were like, there's no formal line to, to order your food or anything. It's kind of a shit show. And I just saw him looking not at me at all. And I started to talk and I just froze and just turned around. And like, there were people behind me, but like they were just waiting. And I just looked like an idiot, just stopped talking, turning around, looking at people. And then dude, the, the worker was like, what you want, man? And I was like, sorry. Uh, I, uh, uh, and then I proceeded to ask for my grilled cheese. I wonder if all hospital cafeteria workers have lazy eyes because at the hospital I work at too the cafeteria guy they're just going both ways <laughs> oh god oh. has it gotten you yet uh yeah one time it did there was a lady in front of me and he was talking to her and, but it was 
it was like me, but I thought it was her, and I was like a little confused. But it wasn't as bad as that, I guess. That's that's the first time a lazy eye has ever gotten me. I felt stupid. Yeah, it's his eyes' fault. So <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. Corey, you have anything you want to talk about before we dive into Jurassic World Domino? Dude, I went kayaking yesterday. What? Yeah, I went kayaking yesterday. And uh, so my buddy Jake, he has three kayaks and one of them is a two-person. And uh, we went behind our zoo. There's like a canal that leads off to uh, the like to the Gulf. And um, we're, we're kayaking, right? And uh, we have two people who have never kayaked before in the two person because our mentality was, well, if they're in a single person kayak, it's more likely that they're going to tip over because they don't know what they're doing. Might as well get two people because we don't want like one of them to get like, you know, it just made more sense at the time. They were bumping into shit left and right, like going into the mangroves. Like it was, (laughs) it was like a rough time for them. And me and me and Jake are just like, you know, doing our thing, like easy peasy. We uh, were out pretty late. Like we started kayaking at like five. So it's like, we only had like three hours really of like doing that before like the sun was down. It had, we lost track of time. It was starting to get dark. And as we're kayaking, like it's completely dark, like we're middle of the night getting eat up. My legs are like screwed. Like there's just a mosquito bites all over. And my uh, triceps are really like, sore because of the way i was like paddling my sister scared me today i had my headphones in she goes behind me and she goes like and she grabs like my sides and i was like oh and i just tensed up and immediately i was like oh my god my neck is killing me why'd you do that so that's my story damn that's That's gotta be sketched kayaking that late dude so like Something that we like, I thought of the bugs. I, I was like, nah, like it's gonna suck, like kayaking with all these mosquitoes out here. Cause like in the thick of the mangroves, like it's gonna be like the worst time to be out here. But then someone brought up like the excellent point of how are we gonna see? And I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, it's not like there's lamps or like lights anywhere. And uh, sure enough, I was just paddling. The only thing that was helping me at all was the reflection of the moon on the water. And that's what I could see. Like I could see like maybe five feet in front of me, but nothing beyond that. And at one point I almost like went right into like a mangrove. And I was like, I had my flashlight, like my phone in one hand. And every time like I wanted to paddle, I had to put it down, pick it up and down. And it was was kind of, it got a little sketch at the end, but I'm glad we did. I had a lot of fun. The first time I went out went out on the jet skis with Cameron, we went out mm-hmm. at night, which is illegal because jet skis don't have lights and like boats won't be able to see you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I didn't know the area very well, and it was like dark, dark when uh when we were heading back to his his condo, mm-hmm. and uh, he just turned around and took off. I couldn't <laughs> fucking see him. <laughs> like I was just like, well, I know we came from this direction, so I'm just gonna like start driving and hope that you know i end up in the right place and he eventually came back into into view but i couldn't see him for a while and we were out there 
first time I went kayaking was in this like alligator sanctuary thing and there were just alligators oh. everywhere and I have no idea why we did that but it was insane the only time I went kayaking that was also the case I actually like this might sound insane but I have like a newfound appreciation for alligators because the first time I went kayaking was in riverfront and there's gators everywhere yeah the farther down you go and to see them just in their natural habitat like not behind a screen or not like i you know i have a new found appreciation of like why people find them like steve Irwin types where it's just like all life is kind of cool because it was it was actually kind of cool to see them like hang out and not like because in reality like they're prehistoric fucking they're dinosaurs. People eaters, you know, they they literally like have, they have not evolved since the Mesoteric age, you know, like they've been like that forever. But um, one of the people that we were kayaking with were like on top of a gator, like it was just chilling by itself, like on a piece of wood. And they were again, there's another situation where they had never been kayaking before, and they just didn't know how to like coordinate. So they were just going straight for this gator. You would think like. Oh fuck! They're gonna get eaten, kind of mentality. But it's like, nah. The gator just fucked off. It went somewhere else. Somewhere yeah. else. It's like most of the scared of humans. Play. Yeah, it's it, they don't actually like want to eat us. At Taylor Park, before they did eat a human and had to kill all the gators there, mm-hmm. there would be a bunch of gators. You, you've you've been there once. There's the water um, all along that one side, and mm-hmm. a bunch of gators will, like hang out right by the water on the edge, kind of like a riverfront. And all the lunatics out there will like run up to the gators and like scare them and they'll just jump back into the water. To me, that's insane. Like I'm not running at a gator, but no. I guess like that just shows they don't really want, want to fuck with us until they Dude, do. During your tournament, there was a gator in the water. Yes. I always see gators there. I guess we won't anymore, but that's a shame. pretty insane. Yeah. That which every time I see a gator. Like, it's always just out in the wild. It's just chilling, sometimes very close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't I don't particularly like that. Like, I, that's the only time I see them. I don't really ever see them caged up or anything. Um, I don't like it. Ever since I heard the story of, like, I don't know if you heard it, but at Disney, this little kid was at the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My the story's crazy. My uncle was staying at the hotel when it happened at Grand Floridian. That's horrible. Yeah. That is the worst, and it made me hate them a little more. Yeah. Um, you guys want to hop into this dumpster fire? Of course. Jurassic yes. World, Dominion. Dominion. It's the third Jurassic World movie in the trilogy and the sixth Jurassic Park movie in the franchise. The fourth one not based off of a book i'd like to add that yep um everyone's back from the jurassic world movies and the jurassic park movies the the whole fucking crew is back it's Corey, do the debrief (laughs) so yeah this one picks up directly after fallen kingdom dinosaurs on the loose in the world um there's it's honestly kind of hard to think about the plot because there's actually two plots that are super important to the story and then they combine later on so the main plot i'll call it because honestly 
it's hard to call it an A and a B plot because it seems like they're both A plots that just turn into like a mega A plot at the end. But uh, the first one is with Chris Pratt and the kid from Fallen Kingdom. She gets kidnapped, brought to a bias and lab, which is where they did the dinosaur creation before. And then Chris Pratt and uh, I don't remember. Uh, Claire. Bryce, Bryce. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. She, they two are tracking her down, trying to figure out where she was going and then try to save her from Biosyn. And then the other plot, it picks up with uh, Alan and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I forget what the other doctor's name is. Um, Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, yeah. They are exploring this new wave of locusts that have been tearing up all types of crops except for biosyn crops. So they go to the biosyn lab and try and figure out if they're linked in any way. And then those those two plots meet up at the end. So I don't want to give it up if you actually want to see the movie and not get spoiled, but that's that's what you need to know. True. Good job. Thank you. No spoilers. Go. I know you want to talk, Max. No spoilers. Well, I think I should start with things I liked because otherwise I'm just going to go pounding. Yeah. yeah. So no I'll start spoilers. With first. No spoilers. No spoilers yet. All right. That's fine. Um, the, the amount of new dinosaurs that they showed, I thought was really cool, especially the amount of like newly discovered ones, not newly discovered, but you know, recently since the first Jurassic Park was made. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the way they used them, I don't know if that was the best, but at least seeing them was, I enjoyed. Cool. Yeah, yeah, they had a, they really had a weird selection too, but I thought that made it cooler. Um, so that was one thing I liked. <laughs> um... <laughs> I guess I like seeing the old characters. Like I liked that I just enjoyed seeing them because I love those characters. And I thought most of them did a decent job. Um, They seemed to be like themselves as they would be in this world and as they were in the previous movies. So that was cool to see. Um, Besides that, I hated everything else. So I have... I have a, a, a positive that I want to add real quick. Um, first of all, this isn't what my point was, but they just turned Alan into Indiana Jones. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he's... I feel like he was always kind of that role. But when he, like, bit. dropped the hat and was about to, like, try to reach back for Forget it, I'm like, hat. you yeah. leaned all the way into this. And I mm-hmm. don't, I don't understand why. Well, his hat's like it's a thing in the other movies too. Like yeah. the third one, the third, the third one, one is... about his hat. He just likes having it. Like it's a it's a thing. Okay. Um, the, my my one positive I wanted to say I talked about this when we talked about um, gosh, what movies did we do recently? Hustle. Mm, Top Gun Maverick. Um, about it feeling old and new like at the same time like bringing like a old familiar feeling to it but like expanding on it uh i they did 
a couple different times in this movie things that were very similar to the original movie or like were callbacks to the first movie that I picked up on. And I thought Mm -hmm. it was very neat to create like familiar situations for the old characters that you were bringing back where like you could kind of um, get a bit of like an emotional connection for some of the um, people in the audience that were such big fans of the original without making it like a carbon copy, you know, things played out a little bit differently, but you could see this was, you know, things were similar. I don't want to use specific examples because that's a spoiler. Um, but I think they, they handled that pretty well. There was, there was one callback I really liked, but besides that, I, I won't spoil it, but besides that, I hated the other ones actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think there are aspects of that that I liked. Like I, so in my opinion, the weakest plot, like of those two main plots, like the Alan and Locust way, and then the kidnapping story, I thought it was the Locust one. And it's odd because I thought that that would be like the centerpiece of this movie because of the way they were branding, like, oh, we have, you know, Jeff Goldblum's coming back. And, you know, like all the old actors are coming back to reprise the roles. I thought they were going to be like a focus of it. And it was weird that they were more relegated to a like a side story. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was the only way to introduce those characters in this movie where it's like, oh, well, they're going to team up again to handle like a different thing. Like it, it makes no sense for them to be attached to the, uh, the clone uh, aspect of it. Yeah. But it, it all felt really forced. And I think that was the thing that is the most apparent about this movie where it's like everything feels super like the whole movie feels forced that's like my whole problem with it yeah and i i get that i get that point of view it definitely feels like oh well we have a bunch of puzzle pieces that don't go together but we're just going to make them fit kind of thing in a non-spoiler way nothing feels earned in this movie like Mm -hmm. there's bringing the old characters back with the new characters you should expect like a nice payoff Mm -hmm. at some point during this movie and you never get that like it's it 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 doesn't have that factor to it Mm -hmm. like even you know like yeah you should expect a payoff with them but like a payoff for the whole trilogy well yeah yeah expect that and you don't get that 30 years of movies yeah I mean, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, for the whole... Specifically the world franchise. Literally, this trilogy, like, I I don't know, like, it just ended. You want to get into more spoilery talk? Because there's something that I do want to kind of bring up with that. Yes, please. All right. So, spoiler stamp. Um, This Celsius is really good, by the way. Thank you, Corey. Of course. Yeah, I'm glad that I could offer it. Um, Something that is that you bring up that I think is interesting is there's no cohesion to the world trilogy at all. Like there was kind of with the original three where it's like, Oh yeah, well, like this actor is doing its own thing. Like Jeff Goldblum's going to lost world. Like that kind of makes sense. And then we got like the Jurassic threes plot line where it's like, they, the only people that saw the dinosaurs before are going to help this other family. It's like, okay, that makes sense. This doesn't have a through line because all the like conflicts get tied up in a nice bow when in reality they probably shouldn't like you would think that releasing dinosaurs to the world would have a much bigger impact 
they treat it like dinosaurs being reintroduced to civilized life as being like, oh, well, it's like we have bears and we have foxes and there's like there's deaths related to those animals. It's like the same thing. And it's like, it's not. I <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. It's like, how are we gonna just accept that like a fucking triceratops in the middle of a freeway is like an okay thing? I don't know. There's that's that is the biggest thing that annoyed me with this movie because at the end of Fallen Kingdom, I, I did not like that movie either. But at least at the end of that movie, I was like, oh, dinosaurs are going all throughout the world. That's gonna be insane. They could do they could do literally anything with that. Mm-hmm. And they they did nothing with it. Yeah. They completely ruined it. And some hold on, Nick. Let me just say one more thing. They somehow like there were a few dinosaurs released from this lab in California. Or no, not even a lab, this house in yeah. California in the middle of nowhere. How did they get all throughout the world like that quickly? Nobody contained them. Nobody like, like, I don't understand. They were in like the Middle East, I think. Like, how'd they get there? <laughs> they were all over <laughs> the globe. Happen? Yeah. Huh? They were all, all over, the, over globe. the globe. And wasn't it only like 50 got out or something like that? I It was not that many. Um, They could have been contained. It was like one forest in California. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I also don't understand how they survived. Like, I don't know the biochemistry of dinosaurs if they were cold-blooded or warm-blooded how are they living in the cold though like i maybe maybe that's just me being stupid i don't know but aren't they reptiles aren't they cold-blooded two are like i i get that point but there are also certain like they also said like you know some animals have some dinosaurs had feathers and it's like well you would need feathers if you wanted to stay warmer like it kind of makes Maybe it's just yeah. certain, like, we don't know that much about them. So it's like, oh, well. Yeah. That, that was just, that's just a little nitpicky thing. But that I, I think that's that. still valid because every iteration like, of a dinosaur that we have seen in this franchise is reptile-like, where it's like, oh, you would think well, there's I no think way that we'd see them in the snow, but we do. I think they're mostly found, like, even the bones are found in, like, tropical climates, too. Mm-hmm. And that's why the first island was purposely in a tropical climate. And it's yeah. just like, I didn't understand that. But mm-hmm. go ahead, Nick. In the beginning, when there's the news shot, um, and there's the dinosaur, like in the middle of the road, and there's the video of the car driving, the car didn't stop. They were like, "Well, there's this dinosaur in the middle of the road. Let me drive head on at it." Like what? What? I don't and know. This is a franchise that in the first movie. This is a whole other thing. I'm just mm-hmm. ready to go off. This is a movie where in the first franchise. The, the dinosaurs are adapting and becoming so smart where they can open doors. And then we get to this point where like dinosaurs aren't capable of just putting their head into water when they see something that they're trying to eat go underwater and they get like this close to the water. Oh, what man. happened? What happened to like the creativity and like the uh, like the evolution and the brains behind it? Why did you just make the dinosaurs so stupid? That scene was confusing. I think that dinosaur, you're talking about the one with the, the like, feathers, scissor hands. Yes. One. Yes. I chased oh. down Claire when she was yeah. crawling. That pissed I, me off so much. I think it was blind. I, that's, that's also what, what I thought doing. too. It was so dumb. Though. I agree with you. But I think it was supposed to be blind um, by how its eyes looked. That's I also, don't really know. I don't really know though. It seemed like it didn't attack her, but because she was staying still but the deer when it moved it like also that was that was but she was moving still she was crawling yeah and like he was following her he could like sense it obviously there obviously. must have been something that i don't know also the something is it's a stupid movie 
I yeah. think, but maybe I'm wrong. It's well, hard to rationalize something that had so little thought behind it. So it's like any time of rationalization is just like you're pulling at straws. It's like, well, maybe it was blind. It's like, well, maybe the movie should have done a better job at telling us it was blind. Yeah. Just like, well, that's the, like with the dinosaurs adapting has been such like a, has been like pretty significant and whatnot. And then like you just made the dumbest fucking dinosaur because, oh, it's a main character. They have to live. It's, that was like with every action scene honestly like i felt like in every action scene that was happening like like when claire was running away from the atrociraptor on the roofs dude she would she would have been dead she was running okay. away from it's a raptor she she outruns a raptor but then you have a race between a raptor a motorcycle and an airplane and somehow the fucking airplane is the slowest yeah, i'm sorry I, what <laughs> None of the action scenes made any sense. They would have all been dead if it did make any sense. You can say you can pick any action scene from this and it did not make sense because they would be dead. Like everyone. They got really lazy with all the dinosaurs capabilities whenever a main character was involved. I think the problem was the movie like wasn't about dinosaurs. It was like there's a plot. The plot is about the locusts and stopping the evil lab corporation. And it's like they were just going through this plot, but there's dinosaurs on the side, like just kind of stopping them. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the dinosaurs, really, at all. They were just kind of there. When there were action scenes, I do admit that they were dumb. And like the way we got here was dumb. I did enjoy them. Like I was very entertained by them. And maybe that's just because I went into knowing that it was a Jurassic Park movie. And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll enjoy it for what it is kind of thing. But I, I that doesn't give it any credence for like how well it's written it's kind of it is dumb but i was still like entertained by it they're, like the bike scene like when they're chris pratt's being chased i kind of like that i thought it was kind of cool <laughs> it was, in i actually I was, saw a video where it was like you know how chris pratt's been shit on recently yeah. like people are trying to cancel him saying like he shouldn't be star lord and guardians 3 or whatever yeah uh someone's like in that scene, I was genuinely kind of scared if they were going to kill off Chris Pratt just because, because of, of that. <laughs> cancer culture. And he's just like, well, this would be the best time to do it. <laughs> kind of kind of mentality. Um, but it, I think it's it, it added some tension to that scene. I was entertained by the motorcycle aspect, but the fact that they had the, those Raptors not capable of outrunning Claire the scene before and then all of a sudden they can keep up with the motorcycle and an airplane I'm like this is stupid it ruined the scene for me like all like there was no there was nothing on the line during an action scene I knew they just weren't going to die because of how stupid things were going like Claire didn't die like okay Owen's not going to die on a motorcycle like the ending scene I knew no one was going to die like and they were just building up to that end battle with the dinosaurs which was so stupid too Funny enough, the only action scene I liked was the one you got really mad at with Claire um, and the scissor hand dinosaur. I like that one a lot, actually. That was too. the only one I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I think it's stupid. but I think it's stupid, but like I enjoyed watching it. Uh, a, I guess. A benefit? I was, Sorry, you go ahead. I was very tense and into it until we got to like the conclusion of that where like he just wouldn't stick his head in the water. Or she. Sorry, all the dinosaurs are female. Um, and then I that like I completely flipped the switch on that. I think 
So something that I actually liked about this movie, shocker, is it is kind of how it is shot at certain moments. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually like really like cool. Like there's a good movie buried somewhere in this awful movie. And specifically the scene of it just screaming the dinosaur at the water and you see like the vibrations. You see both of them. I think I think it's cool. I thought it was like a cool way of showing some tension. Um, but I do think it's it's the progression of the scene is dumb. But I like as a whole, I think I liked it. I liked seeing the tension, I guess. It's just hard for me to respect things like that when what is happening is so stupid. See, like I, I understand what you're saying. It was it's cool looking, but like I just didn't care because it made yeah. no sense. I think it has to make sense first and then do that, then that works along with it. But yeah. yes. You know what else I thought was really stupid? When okay. Claire was about to be killed by the dinosaur that killed Newman from uh from, oh my God, yeah. Seinfeld. from Seinfeld in the first Jurassic Park movie. But then uh Chris Pratt just squeezes its jaw shut. That was <laughs> it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen ever. I, I laughed at that. I laughed at it too. <laughs> I laughed a little. You know what I laughed at? Huh. The, you know the guy who played Dodgson? Yeah. He was so bad. He was a horrible actor, and I laughed every time he was talking. Like, like his face wasn't moving, and he was just saying things really loud. Like, Wait, who? The guy who played the leader of the evil of Biosyn. The, okay. the guy who was supposed to be Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Can, can we take a second to talk about uh, him asking Ramsey for his, his bar, his snack bar? That was so uncomfortable. Oh, okay. You hungry? You want snack bar? Snack yeah, bar? I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. Oh, you, yeah. have, you have my, you have my bars. You have my bars. You know, never, never mind. Never mind. Oh, I was God. uncomfortable when he was. When I've he already was went off script. When he was freaking out at the end of the movie too. When he's just like, <laughs> I laughed then. That's when I laughed. <laughs> we can rebuild. Like it doesn't fucking Ooh. matter. And and then he just everyone's like looking at him as he's at the front panel. He's just like. <laughs> it's just like everyone evacuate <laughs> i was sitting next to my brother and we were both laughing so hard so this made for a odd movie theater experience because like everyone there were like you know they were there for a jurassic park movie and like they were laughing at the times where the movie was telling them to laugh and they were like anxious at the times where the movie was telling them to be anxious kind of thing and there's nothing wrong with that like that's what a movie should do at certain parts of the movie. It should make you feel a certain way. But when the goofy things would happen, it'd be like me, my friend <laughs> and my brother. And then we'd be the only ones laughing and everyone else would be like dead quiet. And I was like, all right, we're the assholes. Come on. <laughs> like, this is fucking stupid. He literally just like was having a meltdown on his like little laptop over there. When he freaked out, that was the best. That killed me. I thought it was hilarious. It, it made me enjoy the movie a little more. See, and I, that's kind of my perspective and like the way I feel about this movie is it's a bad movie, but it's pretty entertaining. I, I was bored by a lot of it. I was bored the whole like first half, honestly, that's like, they what, didn't, they didn't really have dinosaurs for a while. That's and a I'm cool. not saying they had to, but like the story was bad and there were no dinosaurs. So like, it was horrible. Courtney was saying the first half of the movie was like terrible too. How much she hated it. Cause yeah. like she was just bored by it. Like nothing was really happening. And also in the beginning, it was like very choppy. Like 
things were like you're in one place and like there's something happening and what mm-hmm. felt like in the middle of the scene like oh we're jumping to an- another place now and it was like very very chopped up and i wonder if that's just like oh we have to get the runtime down because it was still like a two hour and 20 minute movie and maybe that's where they decided to make cuts i don't know but that like that sat i don't know that if you me. saw on youtube like a while ago they released like this they called it the prologue and it's like this scene of like prehistoric times they show the dinosaurs and that was supposed to be the beginning of the movie but they had to cut it out I heard um, about that listening thought, to LCB this week. You what? I heard about that listening to LCB this oh, week. Yeah, and they had to cut it out. And I think that would have been such a better beginning. Like, the beginning was like a news report. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. It was so cringe. That I do is, remember. That is a trope of, of like, sci-fi slash action movies that needs to go away. I'm tired I, of, like, the narrative being told through a news report it's like can you just fucking show me like i don't want to hear a reporter say like 35 dead because of dinosaur related activities it's yeah. like no just fucking show me something well they were just they were just showing or they were just telling like the whole story of the last movie too like i already know that's why i'm here that's why yeah. anyone is here pretty much like you don't need to tell me two out of three huh two out of three of two us out of three. yeah because i hadn't seen the last movie so that's not why i was there Oh, true. But Corey, um, Corey did explain the plot to me during the Northman episode, I believe. Yeah. And I, I, I was speechless for a minute and a half afterwards, probably. I was explaining it, and I went, so the dinosaur was on the loose, and that's kind of how I like started it. And I was like, but the way we got there was really dumb. And I was like, oh, and the girl releases them. She hits like a big red button. And I was like, but the girl's also a clone. And then when I said that... <laughs> Nick's just like I was like head down Corey was done explaining it and then there was like 10 seconds of silence and then he's like and yeah that's uh that's pretty much what happened and then another like five seconds of silence and then Corey like says something else again like just trying to fill the awkward silence because we are doing a podcast and I just sat here not saying a fucking word See, I think I eventually sighed mm-hmm I know Corey. You said you said you like um, this one better than the last one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think I like the other one better because it just it didn't feel as much of like like as a joke, I guess. Like this one felt like a literal joke. I literally could not like follow the story. It was just horrible. At least the last one it was a horrible story, but like it was a story. It so I think the reason why I like this one a little bit more is because the second one. Second one is really serious and it helps by it helps in its like storytelling and that's what like keeps like it afloat. This one is really goofy and I like goofy movies. I can be entertained by a bad movie and I like if it stands out and it's not mediocre, then I think the movie that stands out good for bad or for worse, I will gravitate to watching that more. Like I would rather watch. I don't know what's a really bad movie. Like I probably would watch, I would I oh. <laughs> I would rather watch um Cars 2. Cars 2. Uh, actually, no, <laughs> fuck. That one's too bad. Let me think. Um uh fuck. A new um, hope. <laughs> uh I would rather watch the happening. Oh, which is a bad we movie. always go back to this. 
it's a bad movie, but it makes me laugh and I can be entertained by it. I think I'd rather watch that than like Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, I just don't, it's not even on my radar. Like I'd rather like, you know, it's, it is good in that franchise or like it is like what it's kind of, you know, it's racing, you know, you expect that. I know what you, I know what you mean. The happening is just like, what the fuck? It's the Tokyo Drift song, isn't it? I actually fucking love that song. <laughs> if you wanna, here we go. <laughs> I actually really like that song, actually. It's really catchy, but it gets really annoying for me after like 30 seconds. See, maybe less. I understand that. But I guess that kind of goes back to my point. It's such a meme song at this point. Yeah. Where it's like, I almost enjoy hearing it because it's like, ah, <laughs> here it, it is. It gets me in a mood, but like shortly after, I'm like, all right, let's let this, let this, this needs to go away. Mm-hmm. The worst yeah. is when you're in line for the Fast and Furious ride at Universal, which I might go tomorrow, by the way. I don't, I'm just kind Universal? of, itching. yeah, I'm just kind of itching. I don't know. That ride sucks. It does. But the worst is when you're in line for that ride and they start playing that song. And it's I've, just like fun facts of that. I've never been in that line. Don't actually, there's never, there's never been a line when only, I've gone. See, so the first time I did that ride, it had a long wait. It was like 45 minutes and it was the most fun time I had because I got to just stand in the garage with the loud music playing, looking at these cars and watching like the only exciting clips of the movies being projected onto the walls. And then afterwards, like, I was like, oh, like, that was awesome. Not the ride, but the queue. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I had gone, that was when I was here in July last year for uh, the Velocir- Velocicoaster, sorry, when it had first opened. And then I went with my dad in August, and him and I had just watched all the Fast and Furious movies together. And he was like, oh, you want to do this ride? And I was like, yeah, actually, the- you would love the queue. It was really cool. They just have all the fast cars and whatnot. We walked up, it was like a five minute wait and they just put us right on. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, that sucked. And I was like, yeah, that really sucks when you just get the ride. Yeah, the thing that you're waiting in line for is the bad thing. No. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. But waiting in the line is the Waiting in the line is the best part. Yeah, that's insane. It's like you get to the front of it's the an line. It's an It almost doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But yet, like, if you go on the ride, it all makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather go on Cat in the Hat or One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. Or, uh, you don't like Cat in the Hat? Red Fish, Blue Fish. So, can I be honest with you? I've never no. been on the Cat in the Hat ride. Um, I always ask if we can go on, and uh, I'm always told no. I think that's probably why like, I can't keep a girlfriend because I take them to Universal and ask them if we can go on Cat in the Hat. And then they just leave me. Um, and my brother, no, my brother, um, my last two girlfriends, my dad, and that's everyone I, I go to Universal with. But like, when you go to Disney and you go to the Magic Kingdom, you'll ride all the kids' rides, right? Or like, yeah, oh ride- yeah, it's like you have to go on it to Small World. Exactly. I it's like I get it's not aimed at you anymore. But, like, there are things that you can enjoy on it. Like, the queue for uh, the Cat in the Hat has all this, like, whimsical shit on it. And there's a projection of, like, words from the book on the wall. Like, the first opening of the book. Like, 
on a rainy day. I forget how it starts, but it, it has like all the words on it. I think I, I remember that was like one of my favorite rides when I was a kid, like Dr. Seuss land or whatever. Seuss landing. That was my shit. I love that place. I would ride one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish on loop with my mom. And we'd also ride the ride like that you go up and it takes you like around uh, Seuss land. I like that a lot too. I think the problem with um, cat and the hat now at universal as opposed to like it's a small world and at magic kingdom is mm-hmm. you have the alternatives at universal like you can go on the mummy you can go on kong you can go on spider-man the hulk um fucking men in black like you have so many better alternatives whereas at magic kingdom like that's kind of the theme for a handful of the rides and that's part of the charm for it i guess Mm-hmm. And you, you like, what are you going to do? Ride Space Mountain 14 times and then go home? Probably not. True. That's very true. We should review the Cat in the Hat movie. Which one? Oh, God. Like the... Uh, the Michael one with Myers. Mike Myers as yeah. the Cat in the Hat? Yep. I it has that. fucking Alec Baldwin in it. A <laughs> young Alec Baldwin. He has hair still. I mean, he still has hair, but yeah. it's brown yeah. instead of white. That movie's awesome. It's not. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's, it's it's not meant for kids. That's I can tell you that for sure. It's not meant for kids. No. Neither are the Scooby Doo live action movies. Well, actually, so like James Gunn wrote or co-wrote the screenplay for that. Yeah, and it was originally meant for an adult audience. I believe it. That was his <laughs> idea of writing it. So like they kind of retroactively made it for kids and so like you have some odd scenes that are not meant for kids in that movie but kind of got away um the one i'm thinking of specifically is the opening of the first movie where it's they're showing the mystery machine and it's shagging scooby like cooking hot dogs and all you see is a smoke coming out of the mystery machine you're like oh they're just token in there yeah mm. sorry about that little side tangent about universal and it's then great. disney and then scooby but yeah anyways my point is i would rather be interested <laughs> in a really bad movie than just have a mediocre movie and i think fallen kingdom is like such a mediocre movie like the it ends on such a cool note but the way you get there is just so boring that virtually nothing happens for the majority of the movie and then dinosaurs are released and it's like oh well that, that'll make for a cool sequel but then the sequel is like we're actually going to do nothing, nothing with to that do idea. with it yeah yeah i can i can think of scenes in fallen kingdom that i enjoyed watching and i can't in this movie um for example like the first scene in fallen kingdom you know like when they're uh getting the indominus rex bone like they're going to the island at night and it's raining no. I hate that scene. I'm going to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, because it was the novelty of it is cool. Like the way it's shot where it's like the T-Rex is being illuminated by the lightning in that scene because uh-huh. it's raining and it's middle of the night. But like it's clear that they're trying to move the plot to a certain direction. And it, it like all the tension in that scene is so dumb because like having a guy who has headphones on who can't hear like the people on the plane and he's just like, I can't hear you. And it's like, 
no fucking shit. We get that already. Like, you don't have to say it like 16 times and then the T-Rex just comes out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, it was a little stupid, but I, I like watching it. I like See, the tension. I like the way he, well, I don't want to spoil it for Nick. I get it. I, you I can. like, I spoiled the whole movie for him during Northman. So like, and then I watched the video explaining the whole movie for me again. Oh, okay. Well, the Mosasaurus comes up and go, and then he dies. Grabs his leg or the I, ladder. I watched that clip actually today mm-hmm. or yesterday. I can't remember. It all runs together. The other scene I like from that movie is when, um, well, actually, I enjoy the action on the island. Like, it's stupid that there's a volcano on the island exploding when there never was ever. But, you know, once you get past that, the action is cool. Um, I, and I like... See- <laughs> I the reason like the why I don't like of any of those action scenes is because of the way that it it's like, well, what we did meant nothing because all the dinosaurs died anyways for the most part. So it's like, well, whatever. Well, they saved some. But then it's just like, oh, the whole point of it was that they're going to save dinosaurs or whatever. And it's like, oh, that's why we're going to the island in the first place. Some die. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones who don't die, black market. And it's like, well was it, it reminded me a lot of like a nothing plot where it's like if the if the characters had went there or not it had no impact on That's the end true. result you're right i just i'm not i'm not trying to argue that this is a good movie because it's not a good movie yeah but okay i just i'm just trying i'm just saying i enjoyed watching it more and it's fair scenes i just like thought were cooler i'm not saying they made sense because they i didn't. do think I think purely from an action standpoint of like, well, there was cool, cooler, like set ideas. Fallen Kingdom, I think is better because. That's what I'm saying. I like the action better than, and there's a few scenes I like, just enjoy. Like I would look up on YouTube and just watch again, just because I think they look cool. I think that's fair. I would, I know I would never do that for any of the scenes. Like I can't. I do think that's fair. So, yeah. And this newer one made me, it made me so mad because at the end of Fallen Kingdom, I was like, oh, it, it was really bad, but this next movie could be awesome. Just because of how they set it up, there's dinosaurs everywhere. And it just made me mad because I guess I had somewhat, I was somewhat hopeful. And, I had, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I had texted Max this earlier today, or maybe it was last night. I don't know. Um, this should have been the second best Jurassic Park movie. Because yeah. like, this had a such a unique direction, like the first one was relatively unique. Whereas like every other one was just kind of trying to find ways to force people back into another Jurassic Park-like setting without being like creative or inspiring at all. Whereas this was like so different and could have been taken in so many directions that would have been interesting, exciting, um you know had you very anxious for for a lot of different reasons and instead they um just pretended like yep and everyone's cool with living with dinosaurs but we got this bug problem they didn't show the dinosaurs interacting with people like in the world really at all no but then you get the ending scene with the um at the end with what was like a little girl playing with the one dinosaur oh yeah and like that was the that was the extent of it the rest of the scenes like, were seriously, just, we're just cool with this now. The rest of the scenes were dinosaurs interacting with other animals. It's like, well, the, the pterodactyls are flying with the birds, and the the triceratops are with the rhinos in Africa. And it's like, all right, <laughs> we get it. They live with other animals. We're talking about people here. 
Yeah. And I don't want to play the realistic versus unrealistic card for a movie about dinosaurs because it's about fucking dinosaurs. But like they had talked about how um devastating the locusts can be for the uh ecosystem. Yeah. What about dinosaurs? The dinosaurs, <laughs> bro. They're fucking dinosaurs. They eat everything. Yeah. I it could have been so cool. And I think you know, maybe there were plans to make it cool because there was another scene like the one I was talking about and that you uh, watched. Um, what happened? I, you just said that there might have been plans to make this cool. I don't think the plan was to ever make a bad movie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I do not know they how didn't. it happens. Good job. I think they just didn't. I think they didn't plan on anything. That's what I think. Um, but there was th- there was another YouTube scene, like the one I was talking about before. It's a different one, though. And it's like a campground in Northern California. And it's like this one, like, Carnotaurus just starts, like, like destroying this RV. And there's this family you follow throughout it. It's only, like, maybe... I know what you're talking about. I watched that, too. Yeah. I have I no think idea what pretty, any of these are. That was pretty good, I think. And that wasn't in the movie either. Like, it there was a lot of potential, and it was ruined. Like, imagine how many I I could think of a better idea. The yeah. locust side plot in general is just so bad. I think it's the weakest part, of, weakest part of the movie, and the other part of the movie is a kidnapping story. There was literally a joke about it in the unbearable weight of Master Town, where it's like, oh, we'll just have a kidnapping, and it's like, well. From the start, you had a kidnapping. What does that say about like the plot? But the locusts were so odd. They started. They also they stayed on fire for a long time. <laughs> True. <laughs> they did not die. I have. <laughs> Go ahead. So that was fucking stupid, mm-hmm. and I want to say that to start because they yes. were just on fire for like an hour, they and got that was fucking incinerated. Stupid. They were incinerated and then stayed alive for forever. They were incinerated and then somehow it was just like containment breach and then they were everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> However, something I actually thought was really cool about this movie was when like all the fire started raining down, it kind of like recreated the meteor meteors. Shower, and yeah. I thought that was really, really cool looking. And I know it didn't kill all the dinosaurs or the people, but I thought it just looked really cool. And that was enough for me to say, oh. And I had talked about this with Courtney when we were waiting for Alex to find his wallet. And she was like, yeah. But it was dumb. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That was dumb. You know what? Yes. Yeah. Thank you for getting me back on track. (laughs) It was was too dumb for me to even appreciate like that. So. Another scene that was like unintentionally like, okay. Another caveat. Movie's dumb, and I'm not trying to like say that this scene makes a lot of sense. But when yeah. Jeff Goldblum, for whatever inexplicable reason, goes underneath the truck to escape the T Rex that's attacking them, when everybody else went for the ladder, he like puts a stick oh, through yeah. one of the locusts, and he's like, "Hey, ugly!" and he's like pointing it at the T Rex to get its attention. Is like a remake of in the first Jurassic Park when they do the same thing with the road flares, and like. You know, it's kind of cool that you have that, like, you know, remake almost, like that shot remake. But 
like the way we got there is dumb. So it doesn't make me appreciate it as much as you could have made me appreciate it. That's why I didn't like it. That's what I was saying. I only like one of the like Easter egg callback things because like they didn't earn that one. It just, they forced it so much. It did not have to happen. Mm -hmm. It it made me so mad. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum though. I, I actually liked him in it because he seemed like so, he was so goofy. Like, I feel like he, I like to think that he just thought that this movie was complete garbage. So he just acted like insane the whole time. I think that's just him as a person. I don't think that was him acting. Maybe. Him saying that the the pay was nice, talking about him working for Biasin, is like him having commentary about the paycheck that he's getting from the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. I mean, that's fine, I guess. He he made me smile, so that's fine. He he was good. Um, Something, I have have a question, and this might be a dumb question just because I I haven't seen the Jurassic World movies. Mm-hmm. but isn't like what makes chris pratt's character owen so special is his like ability to train the raptors and control them with like the hand thing so well, isn't that like a like a him thing and not a every single fucking character in the movie thing it, it, it becomes kind of like a thing where he like in the first drastic world movie that's a unique thing that he does but then other people kind of do it like the uh i forget what the name of the character is but the one they link up that's in the cia or whatever intelligence organization to meet up with that woman that he saves from the velociraptor and he does the same thing it's because they work together at the jurassic world um amusement park so like him doing it also made sense but like dr ian i mean or uh alan doing it with the with the blue the beta raptor and him going like also the girl well the girl kind of makes sense because like they live together in the cabin and he probably told her about like the raptors maybe but what i hated that I, i'm glad you brought up he just did on any dinosaur it was yeah. like all right two t-rexes are coming at me the giant ones yeah like, he, he, <laughs> what is this gonna do why did you think this just would work them. i and hate that did. he did that so many times in the movie it's like it works for the raptors that you like you trained up. Yeah, and trained at a young age, but a random fucking dinosaur that like you have never seen before, it's not gonna know, like, oh, I should fucking stop. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, made no literally sense. A- any scene with Chris Pratt and a dinosaur, I would just hold my hand up like this, <laughs> and then my friend Ryan's just like, you know, that's coming. And then, like, sure <laughs> enough, like a second later, he put his hand up, and I'm like, fucking stop. <laughs> made no sense it was dumb it was dumb Uh, the what do you think about the ending where the uh fucking evil scientist like the leader of bias or whatever he he takes the barbasol can and is in the fucking hyperloop (laughs) was that the same from the original movie yeah, the, how'd he get it? Insinuating, it's not. It's Nobody never shown up in any of the Jurassic World movies. He just has it. I'm assuming like money. He paid for it. Like somehow it resurfaced and he bought it off eBay or something. But it makes no sense why he has it in the first place. It's literally only there for the people who, who like watch the first Jurassic Park and they're like, oh my god, it's a fucking Barbasol can. Yeah. But, but then it, 
they do nothing. The same thing happens. I, maybe it's like foreshadowing that he's going to die in the same way Newman dies, but like well, still. The fact that we're just calling him Newman is beautiful, by the way. I mean, that's how I know him too. It doesn't make sense why he would want to have it either. Like, was he cloning? Was he making dinosaurs? And so, for like what reason? I think it's in. It's either in Jurassic, the first Jurassic World, or Fallen Kingdom, where they reference because Biosyn is a thing in Jurassic World. Like, that's, well, it's a that, thing. It's a thing in the first movie because that was, you know, that was the same Dodson that uh, Newman met up with. Remember when he's like, Dodson, we got Dodson here. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. I was just making guy. sure. Okay. And he worked for Biosyn at that time, and that's why he was trying to get the embryo. Gotcha. Yeah. I think. I think. Um, because the the scientist character, the the one that finds the the thing for the locust to kill them all at the end, mm-hmm. he is in the first Jurassic World too, and he he is the one that created the dinosaurs again, like reintroduced them into the world. Oh, and, Dr. Wu, yeah, yeah, and I think he was working with Biosyn, and I think that was like the the that's why he's still like linked at the in the in this movie. Well, no, that doesn't make sense either, because in the previous movies, it's in Gen. Oh, it it's a different not. company? Well, wait, no, there's like three different companies because the first Jurassic Park is InGen, or like the first three are InGen. Then Jurassic World started with another one. I forget the name. It's like, it sounds like Morsani, but it's not Morsani. Um, oh my God, it is. It's a different yeah. one. It And then there's Biosyn too. So this is like the third big science company. I mean, Making it was in the first Jurassic Park, but like, yeah. it's not a major plot point. There. That's so weird. Okay. Oh, I hated this movie. Yeah, it's just lazy writing, lazy storytelling, but... Nothing was earned, and I brought this up during the non-spoiler, but Mm -hmm. the moment where everyone comes together and meets for the first time, that should have been significant. Like, I I leaned over to Alex when, like, after this had happened, and I said to him, I feel really bad for Max, (laughs) because you're such a big fan of this franchise to, like, the point where, like, even the movies that aren't necessarily as popular or as appreciated, you still find things in it that you can enjoy and appreciate because of just like what this whole franchise means to you. And like, I like make jokes here about it and like shit on it, but like, that's awesome that you can find appreciation in, in this when other people, not as much, but like to have waited this long for that big meetup and like, Oh, your favorite characters from the old movies. And then star Lord and miss boardroom herself like all come together and meet and it's like hey i read your biography oh cool and like that's it like i haven't seen i've seen one movie and i was pissed off about that like there's zero payoff like nothing i keep saying nothing feels earned it was so lazy it was so i i can't even fathom it even when they first introduced like like i think they showed alan first or maybe it was ellie i don't know it was, just, like, it was Ellie first. There, was, there, there wasn't a buildup. They're just yeah. like, oh, yep, here's these people. And it's it's probably because we knew that we already knew they were in the movie. But like they just had no respect for anything. But you can't have a plot like you can't cut corners in your movie with the reason being, well, people saw the trailer and people read the reports. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can if you know that people are just gonna come because nostalgia. Yeah, but like that's a that's then just like making a bad movie. Yeah, they don't care though, which is why I'm so mad at it. It was like oh, was... fucking Star Wars, where it's like, oh, you found out Palpatine's back because you played Fortnite. 
it reminded me of the rise of skywalker i was thinking that while i was watching it and that's why i was i was about to talk about this before we even started recording but it's just made me so mad at everything else like watching this movie has made me so mad at like even marvel movies like like we were talking about we were talking about miss marvel mm-hmm. and how it just feels like you can't relate to it anymore because they're doing the same thing over and over again which you know it's it's a different character but like it's just made me so mad at everything else star wars marvel anything nostalgic i just want something new i'm sick of this i think the problem with marvel is that they're more concerned with um quantity over quality because of the streaming programs Mm -hmm. because like with the exception of like eternals that wasn't great because it just never should have been a movie their movies have still hit and they've still been strong like as of like post endgame but it's the fact that like they're they're stretched so far to produce think like nine different um like ips a year and like there's there's a the the tv shows are lacking because of it like all the endings feel rushed nothing feels that inspired yeah um i don't know maybe, i think maybe that's I the main problem with marvel right now maybe i shouldn't have looped marvel into it i don't know it's mainly nostalgia like things that are trying to use your nostalgia to bring you in and then it's garbage and I don't know why I looped Marvel into it, but Marvel's just been making me kind of mad lately. Like the shows, I'm just, I don't know. I liked Moon Knight, so I don't really know what I'm saying, but like, I was just angry. But that's one out of what, six? Yeah, I didn't really love WandaVision. I didn't like Falcon Winter Soldier. Loki, I liked. Miss Marvel, you, I, I if don't. If you look back at WandaVision, it's not very good. No, it really isn't good at all. Eternals is garbage, like... I think one of my things with, you know, I think that's why like the rise of A24 movies is happening now where it's like, well, yeah, it's A24 is a big production company now, but like they usually have low budget films that they're making for like screenplays that no one would give a shot on, but it's like, Hey, we'll, we'll budget. We'll like, we'll give you money to make this like passion project. It's going to be different. It's going to be original and people will want to go see it and people will have faith in the kind of thing. Um, I think whenever it's a big company making a film, we're not having like something that's necessarily like for us. It's for everybody. And then that's like the problem, I think. Yeah, when it's for everybody though, it's like for nobody. Exactly, exactly. There's there's nothing to it. It's so so safe, so by the numbers, so like generic that it makes it like, all right, well, there's nothing really here for me. I'd rather just see something else. Yeah, that's why I, I think um, everything everywhere all at once. That's probably why that was so popular. Like you said that, but yeah, it's an awesome movie. You guys want to hop into ratings? Would love to. Yeah, I would. Okay, Max. Um, do you need one of your older scores? I know it's been a while for you. I don't think I do, actually. Okay. Well, just in case you gave Morbius a 41. And you gave um, Jurassic Park a ninety nine. Oh, um, I would, I would watch Morbius. That's, that's all you. I, I'm See, assuming that's all yeah. you need. I would watch Morbius like three times before I watch this again. I was so mad, and I'm still mad. Maybe when I cool down, I don't know. I'm mad. Um, I'm gonna give this a seventeen. <laughs> oh, that's Earth, awesome, motherfucker! That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Give oh Morbius my god! Yeah, Morbius a forty-one. He gave Jurassic Park. And- 
99. There's one. 17. <laughs> there's a one score worse than that. And it's X. it's X, which I just gave it a 10 because the movie was 10 in Roman numerals, which like it's better than a 10. Yeah. Wow. Good for you, dude. Way to way to grow a sack. Thank you. I hate the number 17. I hate this movie. Oh, so. <laughs> oh fuck. That's, that's my reasoning. Jeez. So Nick, could you actually tell me what I put for Morbius? Yeah, I can. Um, you gave Morbius. Do you want Morbius and Ambulance? Because Ambulance is lower. Yeah. Okay, so you gave Morbius a 24, and at the time you had said um, the difference between Morbius and Let There Be Carnage is Let There Be Carnage is so bad that it's funny. Morbius is a movie, but it's a really bad movie, and it bored you, and you didn't want to, like, you had no urge to rewatch it. But mm-hmm. since then, because of Morbin time, you've said it's gotten funnier, and you would you would feel um, more strong about it. And you've also said you want to rewatch it since then. So yeah. I'd imagine your opinion yeah. on Morbius is now is higher, higher than a 24. Yeah. Yeah, However, Ambulance, you gave a 21. And I think you probably wish you gave that a lower number than 21. Yeah. That one's gotten only worse the more I've thought of it. But you've also said the cum shot was worth 10 points. Oh, it still so... is. Never mind. Fuck okay. it. Yeah. That, yeah. I forgot about, I honestly forgot that. Not that that scene is in it, but like how funny I thought it was. Yeah, Max. dude. You, it was like a 10 minute bit on the podcast. Yeah. After being like a 20 minute bit while we watched the movie. Max. Did you see where, you know, how they released Morbius a second time in theaters? Yeah. Yeah. It made $8 the, per theater. Did you see the meme for a third time? No. There was like, there was like a GoFundMe or like, it wasn't a GoFundMe. It was like a poll. It was like, Put more pre release for a third time. We were working that day, or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, and it was so funny. <laughs> I was dumb enough to buy it, too. That's really fucking funny. They lost so much uh, money with that, too. Like putting oof. it in theaters a second time, they made they averaged less than a ticket per movie theater it was showing. <laughs> that's Dude, awesome. That's so funny. Part. Because of the meme, pardon my take, said they were going to do a movie review of Morbius once the NBA finals were done. And it's done now. So I think next oh, Friday yeah. we're getting a Morbius review. Yeah. So I think I'm going to be more lenient because I didn't come out of this movie thinking that it was going to be great. You know, going into it, I was like, I'll be like pleasantly surprised if something comes out of this. But I wasn't expecting anything like fantastic. Um, and I, I was I was entertained. I enjoyed myself. I don't really have a feeling of rewatching it, but while I was sitting in the theater, you know, watching the movie, there was a shocking, shockingly low amount of times I looked over and I was like, "Well, this is fucking stupid." <laughs> you know, and you know that's a that's a low bar. That's like I had like three or four moments where I was like, "Well, I was fucking stupid," but it wasn't as much as Morbius, you know. No, I was doing it the whole time, but See, I had a lot I, of. Yeah, I'll wait. I get it. I get why. Yeah, it makes sense. Like it makes sense. Do what my person, my personal perspective on it is that I didn't have as many of those moments, and I could sit through the movie and be turn my brain off and be entertained. I guess. Um, so I'll give it. I'm thinking a 43. That might be a little too high, but it's on the low end of a score it's not passing it's you know i won't think about the movie again 
but I can't say that it's like worse than Morbius, you know, it, or Ambulance really, because it is more of a movie than both of those two movies. It's just they're so stupid funny. Like their stories are so mediocre that like they're hilarious, but this is like it's actually trying and like I was entertained, I guess. I'll give it that. Is it more of a movie than the other two, or is it just longer than the other two? <laughs> it's more of a movie. Okay. Like, yes, it's dumb. Definitely that... more than more of a more movie than ambulance. Yes. With you know, the biggest criticism for me is that the plot is two plots that you just mix together. It's like it's like they had a dartboard for ideas and they just like whatever they hit, they're like, we're going to put it in the movie kind of thing. And it, it makes the movie feel a little bit more bloated than it should be. But it had parts of it, like everything that they were working for, it's like, okay, well, you set up this generic like plot line and it's going towards a certain direction. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. But Morbius is like, you literally didn't know what was going to happen next because there was no setup. It was literally just like, it's Morbin time and he breaks out of jail and it's just like, I'm going to fight this guy now because reasons and now I can fly. You know, it's like things just happened and it was like, okay, whatever. Ambulance was like, things just happened all the time, whatever. But this, it's like, okay, they're going to have to get to a lab at some point or like, you know, this is the obligatory T-Rex fight with another huge dinosaur moment. You know, like I get it. I think it's Morbin time is making me look back on Morbius with higher thoughts than I see actually think of it. Because <laughs> when you break down the movie, like the actual movie, like you watching it, you realize just how boring it is. And it's like, well, so much of this movie is stupid, but the meme is still so funny to me. <laughs> like, it's really funny. I actually saw one. Okay. I don't mean to take too much time away, but like, I saw this one. This is a real comic panel that has made me laugh really hard. I don't even know who the fuck he's fighting right now, but hold on. Morbius morbs as he pleases. <laughs> I thought it was... I, I just, just realized us all staring at the same picture is not good for the podcast. Well, so I'm glad so Max read that. In this, in this comic panel... Morbius is fighting somebody, and the I don't know who this character is, but he says, do not morb. And then Morbius says, fool, Morbius morbs as he pleases. <laughs> Killed me. I love the memes where they're just talking about another movie. <laughs> they're just like, oh, I love the part in Doctor Strange where Scar... I think I've said this in another podcast already, but I don't care. It's so funny. When Scarlet Witch at the end, she's about to kill everybody. And then Morbius shows up and he says, it's Morbin time. <laughs> like when it, they, they're serious until the end and then Morbius says it's Morbin time and I love mm -hmm. them. Yeah. They're my favorite. It's amazing that the memes are still kicking because that movie came out on April 1st. That was two and a half months ago. It's the joke that just keeps on giving. Yeah. I don't I ever see me which, not thinking that's funny. I don't know. It, it's... It, it hasn't even dipped a little bit. Here's, here's something that I thought of the other day that I thought would be really funny. You know how, like, with Deadpool, it's, like, it, it's so self-referential that it makes it funny? If they make a second Morbius movie, and they it's can't. just... 
hear me out. Mor- Morbius 2, Morbin time, and it is fucking stupid. Like, it, like they just get Jared Leto and he's like wearing fucking clown makeup or something like that. And it's just like, <laughs> he just says fucking stupid shit. It would be <laughs> dumb, but it would honestly be better than anything else that they could make. Yeah, but Sony's too stupid to realize that. That's also They're, true. They will try and find ways to insert Morbin time into the sequel, but not in a poetic way where like it's being aware. It's just like, oh, people love <laughs> that last true. time. Let's I try and find a way to Morbin time. <laughs> hey, my honest with you, I am Morbin. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like try and play it as serious. And we're all like, holy fuck, Sony, you did it again. You unaware you morons. <laughs> I think you're right, though, if they actually used the meme to their advantage and made a goofy movie like that, I think it would do well. We memed them into re-releasing this movie thinking <laughs> people liked it. Yeah. <laughs> They're dumb. They're really dumb. Anyway, I'm excited for the next Sonyverse movie. It, it brings us together. It's so my it opinion, brings us together like nothing else has ever brought us together. Like what? You cut out a little bit. That has Sonyverse movies have brought us together, unlike anything else has ever brought us together. Like the way that the Flash movie coming out and like Ezra Miller just being a menace to society has made me morbidly curious to see Morbid. where <laughs> that was intentional to see where the DC universe and it's dumpster fire train wreck momentum goes because they just need to stop, I think, and just, you know, like be done with whatever they're trying to do because they've stepped on two left foots. Now it's like, all right, Amber Heard just got fucking shit on. And now Ezra Miller is a terrible face for this company. So it's like, how are, how is this going to move on? I don't get it. And the movies have been not really good. I think the, the best, at least what I want is Flashpoint to just restart everything. Like admit, <sighs> admit that you fucked up, waste one of the best DC plots already and just say, we're starting over. And then you mm-hmm. can like actually build up to like doomsday and like a, a poetic death of Superman movie. And like let Robert Pattinson carry this franchise. And I don't know, I guess you can probably keep uh Jason Momoa around. He seems to be pretty popular these days. But like, this is your chance to erase all the shit that you did and just give everything justice. League mm-hmm. of America. And you have to waste a killer plotline in the process, but it is what it is. Fair enough. Um, you should work for that. Thanks. I'd, You're rating Nick. I'd love to work for DC. I would like nothing more. Max, since I've last seen you real quick, and I'll get into my ratings, I watched um like a dangerous amount of DC animated movies. And like Dude, I'm I'm brainwashed. Batman animated movies. I'm brainwashed. An ungodly amount of animated movies. I am All brainwashed. You were watching those before I left, even. Yeah, but then I watched 16 in 10 days. Oh man. Do you still like them all? No. No. I dislike a lot of them. <laughs> He's actually text me when he didn't like a movie, and then I would watch it, and I'd be like, this isn't that bad. And then he's just like, what? 
I I did not like Justice League War. Yeah, um, and I watched it and I was like, that wasn't bad, or it wasn't like I didn't like this moments where I was like, this is kind of weird, but it's it's fine. My I'm I'm going to do a video and TikToks breaking down that 16 movie franchise as like standalone movies for the most part they're fine nothing more than just fine pretty forgettable but fine but when it comes to building a universe it's like what the fuck are you doing um halfway through those movies green lantern went from being uh hal what's his last jordan hal jordan to john stewart with like zero explanation. explanation at all like did you think i wasn't gonna notice did you think you could just like slip that through the cracks without any questions? Max, are you aware of the difference? Uh, no. Okay, one's white and one's black. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, okay. This is the movie's job to do this, but yes, there are multiple Green Lanterns that patrol Earth, like that sector of Earth. Like Hal Jordan is just one of them, and so is John Stewart. They should explain that. There are multiple lanterns for that area, and not just say like, "All right, here's the Green Lantern," and it's just like, "Well, we, I can tell a difference. This is not the same character." Justice League War could have worked if you don't try and make it an origin story for the Justice League, and instead just have it Justice League fights Darkseid end of movie. But instead, they tried to make it an origin for like every single character and the league. And it was so half-assed. And this was right after um, Flashpoint Paradox, where like the last scene of the movie is, spoiler alert for a movie that came out over 10 years ago, the last scene of the movie is Barry Allen, who has returned from Flashpoint, talking to Bruce Wayne and giving him like a letter from his dad from like this Flashpoint reality. And then you get to Justice League War, which is the second movie in this in this um franchise in in the order whatever and flashpoint or i'm sorry has flash, no idea me, flash meets batman and he's like i wasn't sure if you were even real like what what the movie ended with you two like out of costume talking to each other having like a really close moment i just i i don't i don't enjoy it but anyway this movie sucked um and the beauty of the beauty of me not watching any of the Jurassic Park slash world movies outside of the first one is I was able to thanks Max I was able to come into this movie with like a uh, kind of like a blank mind in that I didn't have to think about um, expectations based on where the last one ended and where I wanted this to go. Um, Corey had like explained to me what happened, but like I didn't sit there through, you know eight plus hours of the last four movies leading up to this. I just kind of got to walk in and take it as it was without any sort of um, expectations or familiarity with like the characters or whatever. And I really got to just digest this movie as a movie and it's bad. Um, Like there's no, there's no payoff really at any point for even just the events of this movie. Um, They've, I mentioned like they jump around a lot to different points for the first half of the movie. Um, a lot of things just 
didn't feel fleshed out. And I think it's because of just cutting down for time, which despite how much it seems like they probably cut out, this movie felt really, really long and dragged out. Corey had said this to me. He thought it was over like three different times while he was watching it. Mm-hmm. Right? That was you that said that? Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There were some things I liked. It was cool seeing the old characters that I got to see once before. Um, I, I liked the little parallels between this and the first movie. Um, I, I thought like recreating the whole meteor fall was, was interesting. But like we've been calling it the B plot, I guess, with uh with the locusts. The, the locusts was just stupid. Um mm-hmm. you also had them like attack the barn and it seemed like like bad shit was happening. And then like that scene just ends and like they're all gone and everyone's fine. Like what happened to the kids in there that were like about to be mauled by locusts? What happened yeah. to the barn that was being destroyed by locusts? Why like this is my like the whole thing where like this scene just ended abruptly. Like it mm-hmm. just felt the scene felt unfinished, which I think it all just goes back to this was probably like a three and a half hour movie. And like the studio was like, well, buddy, like, you know, this isn't how movies work. Right. And they said, I, I captain and went back into the editing room. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't like it. And I didn't think it was very good, but that had some redeeming qualities. I was bored, but I had some redeeming qualities in Jeff Goldblum. And you that's had Alex next to you. I did. He thought he lost his wallet, but we found it. There were a lot of times where I looked over at Alex and I just like said, what the fuck? And then started <laughs> laughing. Um, and I guess because of that, I enjoyed the theater experience a little more than I thought because we were able to laugh at it together. Real quick, funny story. The scene where the dinosaur eats the bunny, um, where like the bunny gets attacked, whatever. First of mm-hmm. all, it did not really need to be in the movie, but I'm not going to play that card at all. Um, I just would have rather seen like some other scenes be finished than that. But anyway, there was a little, little kid in our theater and they showed this bunny and like the theater siren and all you hear is, a bunny! And me, Alex, and Courtney all shot up and looked at each other and we just go, oh no, oh no, oh no. And then the bunny gets you know eaten mauled (laughs) and that was very funny i was hoping the kid would yell when it happened but like they were like mumbling a little bit like dinosaur dinosaur something something i was too busy laughing my ass off to hear it all i forget what i'm sorry i don't mean to cut off your rating but there another funny story with the theater i went to you know there was a i forget i don't even remember what scene it was exactly but it was the movie telling us we should laugh at this thing that this person said i don't know who it was i don't know what the context was i kind of forget but the, when the punchline of the joke hit i shit you not one person laughed and oh. like it wasn't like a like like a half chuckle it was like a full on like a full on <laughs> laugh and i just looked over at like i looked over at ryan and i was just like dude what the fuck (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad the majority of the audience has a brain and is like it wasn't funny but it's funny that you thought it was funny (laughs) yeah so i was kind of just going on and on because i don't know what number i want to give it i'm i'm doing what i don't like to do and trying to compare how i feel 
with this versus other movies. Um, it's better than Ambulance, but like I don't know if it's better than Morbius. I don't think it is because this felt a lot more dragged out. Like this is almost two and a half hours long. And that's a long time for a bad movie. Whereas Morbius was pretty short. I... Um, mm. And like, I think, I don't know. I should stop looking at old numbers. Let me click back onto Zoom. I didn't enjoy this. And it's mm. as simple as that. Um, but I'm happy I watched it. And I think I'm going to land on... Guys, this is tough. Why did we do ratings? Give it a 27. All right, 35. All right. <laughs> uh, it's bad, but like... I don't Max. know. There's some redeeming qualities, I guess. Max, I yeah. want to... Cause... I know for Nick. It's a movie. Sorry. My last thing, my whole thing with Morbius was like, it's bad, but at least it's a movie. And this is a movie. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end, whether it's good or not. And that earns it points. Scene. Go on, Corey. I was good. So, like, a thing that me and Nick have talked about before is like the runtime of a movie. Like, you know, I, I won't let like something being long as something that's like necessarily a negative unless I feel like the movie is long with with how is your opinion on like on how the length spoke. of a movie and how it like how do how do you how does that make you gauge a movie because one of the like this with the batman and it being like three hours long uh i didn't feel like that was necessarily a huge factor for me because i didn't feel like it was very long like i i was super entertained the whole time but for nick it was super dragging and he said that you know i i would not be willing to rewatch this just because it's just so long. Like it's, it's not for me. Yeah. I think for me, it doesn't really, if the movie's good, the runtime kind of doesn't matter. I mean, if it, if it was like a four hour movie or something, you know, you'd probably feel it eventually, but most of the time, if it's like a really long movie, like interstellar, I don't know how long interstellar is. It's long. It's a long movie, but I love it so much. And I remember feeling like it was long, but I wasn't mad that it was long. Um, I can't really explain it. This one felt like it was long. The first half, at least. I was like, God, nothing has happened. There's no dinosaurs, and we're like halfway through, and it feels like it's gone on forever. Now, when the action did start pick up, and they all started to come together at the Biosyn lab, I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's not feeling long. I still hate it, but like, it's not feeling as long. But yeah, when a movie's, when a movie's long, you can feel it, I think, but it doesn't usually matter if it's good, to me, at least. My exact wording, I believe, which Interstellar is a good example because it's long, but it doesn't drag. Like it's long and there's a lot to it. Therefore, it kind of plays. But if a bad movie is long, then it just feels twice as long as it already is. And I'm less and less likely to rewatch it because, first of all, like I'm not having a good time for longer than I'm not having a good time for a short bad movie. Um. And second of all, like, if you're not entertained, like, think, I like to think of it as, like, if you're, if you're at work and you don't necessarily like what you do and, like, it's very tedious, very monotonous, whatever, it's going to feel a lot longer than it actually is. Or, like, if you're in a class that you don't like 
and it's 75 minutes long, it feels like it's three hours long. Whereas if you're in a class that like you're really interested in, it could be like a two hour lab and it feels like it's like 35 minutes. And I think that same like concept applies for me for movies where like you can have a long movie that I'm very engrossed in. And like, I don't care that three hours, three and a half hours, Lord of the Rings amount of time went by because I got so sucked in to like everything with it. But if a movie is not good and I can't get like sucked into it, I feel like I'm just staring at like nonsense that is entertaining, not entertaining me for a very long period of time. I think at a certain point it would get bad though. Like, like I know movies don't usually do this, but like I said, like if it was like four hours and it was still good, I would still be like, okay, this is like really long. Have you seen I'm, The Irishman? Yes, that was really long. See, that is the best example of a Scorsese classic like mob movie that was too fucking long. Like it was way too long. It I, felt like it took an eternity to be over. And it's not that the movie is inherently bad. It's just that the times where nothing is happening, nothing's happening. It's like, God damn, yeah. can we just cut this out? Like, I don't need to see more scenes of a 68-year-old Robert De Niro talking to fucking Al Pacino, you know? That's true. I think that's a good example of when it gets too long. Like, when it's good, but it gets too long and it starts to impede on it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good example. You want to transition to the big three, or do you have any last remarks? I have nothing else. I just want like movies to be better. But then again, last episode I was saying how we've only been doing good movies recently. So this was humbling, I guess. There should be like there should be like laws about remaking classic movies. Like I'm sick of it. It's made me mad. That's a good jump into our big three. Yeah. Uh top three movie franchises that shouldn't have survived Y2K. Mm -hmm. Um, so to explain this. This is um, movie franchises from you know 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever that were like really popular classics, all that jazz that have either a had way too many sequels into the 2000s where it's like this franchise just needs to die already, just like the dinosaurs, or they got a reboot like you know 30 years later and it's like what the fuck are we doing? You had a masterpiece. Why are you making Top Gun Maverick? Um, that's not meant to take shots at either franchises. Those are just, you know, two examples of franchises not knowing when enough to stop. Enough. Yeah. Granted, yeah. Top Gun Maverick was incredible. But anyway, oh, um, I, I can do my number three because we've just been going in reverse order recently for this. Oh, okay. Um, or if Max wants to go, that's fine. Yeah, you can go. Okay. Um, so I don't want to... I didn't want to mention Jurassic Park because I haven't seen all of them. Um, Is so it I'm Jurassic not, Park? No, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to mention Jurassic Park. Um, my number three is Ghostbusters. Uh, the first one's a fucking classic, and the second one's like a very passable sequel. And then we were done, and it was cool because there was always something I could go back and rewatched around like Halloween time or whenever it was on TV and I was building SpongeBob Legos mm -hmm. and like, I could just enjoy what it was and like it being dated, but not in a bad way, like kind of like a, you know, a, a classic. Um, and then you just have to hit me like a thousand years later with this, the female Ghostbusters movie that flopped. And then you said, Oh, well, let's just try it again with another reboot. And I, I didn't even watch that. I'm assuming that also flopped. I don't know. 
the one with Paul Rudd and like mm-hmm. the kids. Yeah, I watched it. I was it bad. I I just watched it on the plane flying home from Ireland. Actually, um, I stopped uh, when there was like twenty minutes left because yeah, I didn't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I was just sick of it, and I was probably I was flying for like eight hours, so I was like, okay, just I'm done. Maybe that's why I hated it, but it probably wasn't as bad as I think. Do you want me to spoil it? No, I'll get to it eventually. All right, because yeah. I actually heard some pretty mixed things about Afterlife. Yeah, people, it wasn't. People like, were saying that it's like okay. It was passable. It was like whatever. It it wasn't as bad as I think this is as Jurassic Park is, or Morbius. It like it's not as bad as I Those. seem like I am making it out to be. Gotcha. Yeah. So Corey, you can go. All right. So all of these movies are super like near and dear to my heart where it's like I love them. So it's like it was hard to like think of the think of these movies as being bad or like these franchises being bad, but I have to like swallow my pride for a second and be like, okay. The it's my number three spot is the Terminator franchise where you had Terminator 1, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Terminator 3 is not good, but it isn't bad necessarily. Like, it's fine for what it is. It's whatever. You know, I, I am nostalgia is probably like blinding me a little bit. But Terminator Genesis is bad. And then, oh, well, actually Terminator Salvation is just weird. And then Terminator Genesis is bad. And they pretty much ended the reboot of the franchise they were trying to do. So it's like, you're done. You know, like, can we just stop it? Like, Arnold is like, he can't be doing like this unstoppable machine when he's in his like 60s. You know, it's like, this is kind of getting to the point where it's like, all right, this is redundant. Like, why are we doing this? Um, And it just sucks. Because like those first two movies were like, I think they're awesome. They've always been so cool to me, especially like, my interest in like science fiction stuff so it's it sucks to see the franchise kind of being petered out into nothing yeah that's Thanks. a good one that was on my honorable mentions list yeah granted okay. i've only ever seen the first terminator but that's interesting yeah okay so you guys um said two that are on my list <laughs> ghostbusters and terminator um, oh I don't really need to talk about them again because you've seen more Terminators than me. I've only seen the first two and I saw Genesis and I thought that was horrible. It's so fucking bad. Uh, Holy shit. So, that, so that's why I said Terminator, but I've only seen those ones. So I like shouldn't even speak on it because I don't really know. They're not like in, or anything. So, okay. Something that is funny about Salvation is it has the legendary clip of Christian Bale yelling at the lighting designer on set that's what oh. movie that was from i so, kept thinking that was the mummy remake it was a that's a top 10 oh, freak that's, out that's, and, that's the fucked up trailer my bad yeah that that's a top 10 freak out for me like that is just so are you want me to fuck up your lights it's just like it is <laughs> half british half american accent and you're just like well you know you're trashing my scene right what if I trash your fucking lights? And it's like, <laughs> this is a, a Juilliard-trained actor losing his mind over a guy who walked into a scene. Granted, not professional on the guy who walked on the scene. But you don't freak out about it. Like, just move on. Like, I get it. You just, 
and maybe that's that's one thing that I think is funny from that movie, but the movie as a whole is kind of like, eh. Yeah. So here, and I said Ghostbusters too, so you can just skip my second one. Well, was there anything you wanted to add? I mean, I I like the first two, like you said, I've seen them all. I like the first two. The second one's with the guy from the painting, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that one, and the Statue of Liberty. I love that one actually. The second uh, Ghostbuster movies is so goofy but it's like the goofy that you like. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, I saw the women one and that was horrible. Yeah, I mean. Um, it was just horrible. And the one with Ant-Man, you know, I didn't finish it, but it was fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> the second one with the pink slime not- that reacts yeah. to you yelling at it. Yeah. Was, I thought that was fucking stupid, is- but also hilarious. I could watch that so many times. I love that movie. And again, that's because I watched it as a kid. But I love that movie. This one. Sorry. Uh, what was I going to say? I can see people liking the Ant-Man one. Like kids. Um, but it's like I've outgrown it. And I just don't think. They could have just thought of something new and not made it Ghostbusters again. Like that's what we were talking about already though. Where they just use nostalgia to bait people. Ghostbusters yeah. is a franchise that. I was like eight or nine years old the first time I'd watched Ghostbusters. I saw the second one on TV and then I had seen the first one. And then I saw the first one a few, like a couple years down the road. And since like 2018, I've Ghostbusters one and two, I've actually found myself watching like every October since. Um, hmm. I, I don't know how I got here, but I really love those movies nowadays. Um, but my number two is the Die Hard franchise. And I don't think this is as big of a sin as the Ghostbusters movies in that, like, they're still passable action movies. But the drop off between the first one and every other one is, like, insane to me. Where, like, the first one is a, I mean, it's not a perfect movie, but it's one of the best action movies to exist in terms of like your like your villain is not necessarily what he seems um where it's, it's literally just about money and not like their their perception of like all of it um the like supporting cast and like who uh Bruce Willis talks to over the radio and whatnot and the the driver it's like, oh, they're all like kind of interesting, nice characters. And the fact that he's pretty much all by himself the entire movie is like so, so like fascinating and has you like on edge the entire time. So, so like sucked in. And every single movie after that was like, let's just try and make an action movie with Bruce Willis that like takes place on around Christmas. And it just doesn't feel, um, I don't know. It lost its charm that was in the first one. And they just kind of kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And like, they should have stopped doing that. I think the first one, the first one is, I think the thing that carries that one a lot is it's kind of like a clever scenario where it's like, it's a guy trying to stop like a hostage situation while being kind of like a hostage. And it's like, Oh, he's escaping like the bad guys. And he's like foiling their schemes kind of thing. It's kind of, it's cool. In every subsequent movie, they don't recreate that at all. It's always him chasing somebody down or him doing a set amount of tasks or like trying to get from point A to point B. Second Die Hard is stupid. 
like the second I, I one hate, is like the good guys are actually the bad guys, right? That one is just so dumb. I yeah. hate that one because you turn John McClane into an everyday normal guy into a like I'm gonna explode out of a plane kind of thing. And it's like, well, okay, you're not a Navy SEAL. What the fuck is going on? Like I I'm confused by like what's going on. The third one, Die Hard with a Vengeance, is the one with Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like that one. I think that one is like one of the better ones in the franchise. And then I grew up with the fourth one, the one with uh the kid from under Dodgeball Underdog Story. I forget what his name is. Um but I actually like that one, but it's more nostalgia than it is anything. But I agree with you. It peters off. It's it's not as good as the first one is. And I think the big problem why I put this at two and not one, or I'm sorry, and not three, is just because of like how fucking clever the first one was and how creative it was. Yeah. Influential. It's yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. For your number two. My number two is the Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah, that's my number two. I think the first three are, it's like the best trilogy you could imagine. I think it's every, well, throughout. Okay. Three. Two out of three. Fair enough. Um, but the fourth one is super unnecessary. And I think the reason why it stings is because they're trying to make another one. And it's just like, stop. Like, just stop. We don't need to do this anymore. Just let Harrison Ford live his life. Stop making more of these. Good. I mean, <laughs> I've only seen the first one of that too. But I think the first one, the first and the third one are my favorites. I've heard the Crystal Skull is bad. Is that that's the one? The fourth one. Yeah, that's, that's the one the in the 2000s one. with Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Yeah. So that was actually my number one is Indiana Jones. And you pretty much said a lot of what I wanted to say. Uh, I just don't understand how you drag an old man back into like these action adventure franchise. Like you're so limited on what you can do. Number one, because he's Mm -hmm. very old, unless you want to have a double, which like, I mean, I feel like Harrison Ford's not the type of guy to really want a double. He's he crashes planes on sets. Um, but also, like, how long? What like a twenty year gap between? Close to it. Yeah. Like, what are you doing at that point? You know. Something. Um, like, a, a franchise that Harrison Ford has actually been in where there was a big gap between the first movie and the second movie that works is the Blade Runner franchise. The original Blade Runner is considered like a classic sci-fi movie. And then Blade Runner 2049 is like one of these, it's, I think it's almost better than the original is. I've heard it is. What they do in that movie that makes it different is they have a new person leading the franchise. And then Harrison Ford is just in the movie. Like he is helpful for the plot to move it forward. And it gives people what they want in terms of like the original movie and like the characters from the original movie, but it isn't overbearing. It feels like it's its own thing. You know, it's, it's in the franchise, but it's, it's very much so its own story. And Which I think what that's what with... a lot of these franchise. Which is what they do with Shaft, correct? It's Shaft movie is with... a new 
new generation of shaft dude i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't even see the new shaft okay well i know anything every movie has a new shaft but this last one had like all of them in it still like i think it's like generation after generation um i haven't seen any of them but i know that like each movie a different person's in the lead well i dude it's kind of like that I don't know. I honestly, I, I wish I knew more about Shaft, honestly, so I could, because I didn't know anything about it. Like, I don't know. I only know it from the Childish Gambino yeah. meme. That's all I know about it. But um, it, it, I guess it kind of is like that. But it's the only thing is that the main character of the sequel Blade Runner movie is not related to Harrison Ford in any way. It's just he seeks him out kind of thing. It's kind of like yeah. more of a uh, Ray Luke kind of situation where it's like I'm seeking out this person even though I'm not related to this person. Right. Well, that was my number one, and you pretty much hit all my points. And I'm really sad that they're making a fifth one. Yeah. But I'm gonna see it probably the day it comes out, and I'm probably not gonna like it. When does it come out? I don't know, like 2027. It's still in production. And it's been why? in production since like Forever. 2010. Yeah, I don't know um, why. It's gonna suck, and I, I'm not excited. Um, Did, but I think Raiders might like if I sat down and really thought about it. Raiders might be a top ten favorite movie of mine. Can I blow your bubble on Raiders? Yeah, blow me. So, you, you remember how we were talking about a plot where it's just like if you take the characters, like the main characters, out of it, you still get the same result. We talked about it a little bit, like briefly, and it's like, like me and Max specifically were like. Well, if you take the characters from Fallen Kingdom and they don't, you don't put them on the island again with the lava and shit, it's the same result. They still get sold in the black market. Like you, you forego, like it was pointless having these characters here. Yeah. If you remove Indiana Jones from Raiders, you get the same result. The Nazis open up the the Ark and they melt their faces off. There's, it would have been a self-contained plot, but we're just seeing things through Indy's lens. But do they ever find the Ark without Indy? They do. They would. So um, one of the biggest, like, if you think about the beginning of Raiders, all right, a big plot line is they were digging in the long, wrong location because they didn't have the other half of the pendant. They only had the part that was burned on the guy's hand. Yeah. But if Indy was never introduced in the plot, they would have gotten the pendant from the person at the bar anyways, regardless, because he was there to help her, and they would have just found their correct place to dig. That's true. They would have opened they the same result happens. They open up the arc, get their faces melted off, and the movie ends. Dang. Yeah. But then the arc doesn't get um locked away into the storage facility Correct. to then be shown in crystal crystal skull. Which is so stupid. I mean, come on. I mean, it's whatever. But that was really forced. I mean, come on. It's just dumb. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, when I found that out or when I heard about that, I was like, wait, so, I mean, he's such a thorn in the side of the Nazis of the whole movie. But then you realize that, like, without him in the plot at all, same result. But it's just more of a technicality. Yeah. What's your number one? Well, did Max, you didn't have a number two, right? No, I did Ghostbusters and Terminator. Okay. My number one 
is the Alien franchise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so actually, since I got to do the like Terminator, you have this one, Max. Explain like why the Alien I mean, franchise is annoying to you. You probably know more about this one than me too, because I've only seen, I've seen Alien one and two, I think, and okay. then whatever the newest one besides Prometheus was, I think Covenant. Oh, Covenant. Yeah, that one. I think I saw that one. Yeah, and I didn't like it. Um, I don't really like. Honestly, I think I know some people who like Prometheus. I don't really like that either. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. The only one I really do like a lot is the first one, to be honest. Um, they're they're just trying to build a world out of it, kind of, and I I don't I don't need that. Alien and Terminator are very similar to me. But I think the fall from grace with Alien is just so far more egregious that it's like it had to have the number one spot for me. Yeah. Like they both franchises start off with a very serious, like more horror, like inspired movie where it's like, oh, my God, we're terrified. But then the second one is more of an action movie where it's just like, oh, we're just going gun blazing. And it's just like a feel good, almost action. Like it has suspense moments. And it's cool. The third one jumps a shark super heavy where you have your main character die. Then in the fourth one, they bring her back. It's called alien resurrection. And it's like, that one was still made in the nineties. All four of these were made in the night or like not all four of them, but the last two were made in the nineties. And it's like, okay, I understand why this franchise died here, but then they bring it back with Prometheus. And I had a similar opinion about like Jurassic world almost where it's like, Oh, well, you know, I didn't really like it. It wasn't necessarily for me. Like, it's kind of like a little weird, but it opened up the idea of like, oh, we get to see more about this world. And it's like, it's going to be yeah. interesting to see where the alien factors into this, like the xenomorph, whatever. Then Covenant comes around. And that is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. From a storytelling perspective, I shit you not, there's a scene where Michael Fassbender is looking at a copy of himself and the copy is learning how to play the flute and with a dead face michael fassbender says you do the blowing and i'll do the fingering (laughs) is that the one where there's like there's like a city of those people and then like the (laughs) i haven't seen it in a while yes like the done, and then like yeah okay it's so convoluted you know how in horror movies, it's always like the character just makes the most brain dead decision just to move the plot forward sometimes. I did that but in Jurassic some- Park or Jurassic World a lot. Go on. At least sometimes it makes a little bit of sense why a character is doing something in the moment because it's like whatever tension, like, you know, whatever. There's a scene in Covenant where a, a version of the alien that we all know is attacking somebody and she tries to run away from it and she slips on someone else's blood. And I shit you not, she does like a Tom and Jerry kick in the air. And she like, like, like Charlie Brown missing the football, like flies in the air, leg up, lands on her back. And she starts freaking out. So she grabs a gun that they just have. She has lying around and she tries shooting at it, but it's moving too fast. And then she shoots the fucking like gas tank hooked up to their cabin and blows everything up. Yay. Uh, it's just the characters make the dumbest decisions ever and it's not like (laughs) they go to a planet where they they know that they can breathe the atmosphere like the air and they have these spacesuits on and it's like motherfucker 
just keep the suit on and then you don't get any pathogens because one of the characters goes out by taking in an unknown pathogen and he just fucking kills over and dies and it's like you know what wouldn't happen if you left your helmet on i don't know i have a lot i'm very annoyed by that franchise and it's it has bugged me i don't know i haven't followed it very much and maybe i shouldn't have chosen it as my number one but i didn't know what else to choose really i just i think it's a great number one i i think it is too because i i do remember prometheus a lot and i didn't really like that what i think the reason i really didn't like that is because they're trying to build a world out of it like everyone everyone's trying to build a world like marvel i feel like and i'm oh i'm so sick of it we've talked about this already yeah but you know i'm sick i'm sick of it one of the cool things about covenant that made me excited for it is it was directed by ridley scott who directed the first alien movie and it's like holy shit maybe like he can work his magic and like make something amazing out of this but he made like the worst piece of shit i had like seen up until that point and i tried to convince myself like i was so like wanting it to be good that i was convincing myself that it was good and then when i really thought about it and i really thought about what characters were doing in the moment i couldn't like unsee it it's like go back i can't try and say that this is a good movie when it's not are they making any more Hopefully not. Probably. Not to my knowledge. They probably will. <laughs> Knowing them, they probably... Something... Okay, this is kind of tangent, but they're making another Predator movie, and it's going direct to Hulu. And the last Predator movie was, you know, entertaining garbage. It's like one of those things where it's like, again, you just turn your brain off, and it's like, you can just sit back and just enjoy the mayhem, I guess. But this new one, it's called Prey. So it's kind of like a flip on the predator prey idea and they're going kind of back to their roots where it's like, you know, it's not in the 21st century anymore. It's where, you know, I think it's supposed to be a native American tribe or something like that, that the predator is stalking. So it's like the idea that they don't have advanced weaponry. They don't have guns. They don't have anything to use against them. They just have like bows and arrows and spears and whatnot. And it's like the idea that, you know, you're going against something that's so far greater than you are so it's like you have to outsmart the predator in order to like win i think that'll be a cool plot line alien versus predator i know that's a thing and those are <laughs> aren't those goofy like fucking movies those aren't are goofy movies jokes, no 100 no. they're not meant to be but they come up the first one is just like i think that's more passable of the two the second one is just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I've never seen them, but I just, I thought they were supposed to be like jokes. And I like, guess I'm sorry, this is becoming a more a alien predator rant, but like there's a scene where the predator just punches a xenomorph in the face and it just like goes flying through a brick wall. And it's, it's so obvious that everything's on wires and everything is just like fake, but like you kind of love it because it's stupid. But you also are like, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to wrap up because I think we're close yeah. to two hours. If not, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. I mean, we we had a lot to say. This movie sucked. We haven't seen Max in a long time. It was a good podcast. Yeah. Well, it'll be a fun re-listen, I think. I don't know. Um, thanks for joining us, Max. It was nice to see you again because we haven't in a long time. I'll be back soon. I'll see you on Tuesday. Tuesday, you're coming back, right? Yep. Okay. Well, um, so I guess tomorrow for when this comes out, 
Um, thanks for listening as always. Go follow Corey on TikTok. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Uh, thank you, Anchor, as always. Um, on Thursday, Corey's pick, sticking with the Adam Sandor theme of this past week. Finally, I'm, I'm excited to finally watch this movie. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Um, and then next Monday is Elvis, which... We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what to expect with that one. Did I don't you guys have... do... Oh, sorry. No, what were you going to say? Did you guys do Lightyear? That came out today. Oh, did it? I thought or it was... yesterday. It came out yesterday. Sorry. Okay. Are you going to do it? Yes. Yes. Good. I'm um, just not as excited to do it. Yeah. I'm fun not... fun fact. There are only five Pixar movies that have a worse Rotten Tomato score than Lightyear. Really? However, like a dinosaur. <laughs> however, it's an eighty still, so it's not bad. It's just I've heard literally nothing about it. I haven't looked at anything about it either. We got an eighty on Rotten Tomatoes thus far. Um, there's only seven movies that have lower than a ninety, which is just the Pixar bar, I guess. Um, but I was looking at it and like, I, I mean, my opinion's not the same as Rotten Tomatoes. I had like Ratatouille at like a 97 or something. I like Ratatouille. You don't like Ratatouille? I didn't say I don't like it. I just said it's not a 97. Uh, oh yeah. I don't know. I think it could be. I don't be. know about that. A 97? I mean, that's, Actually, like, that's absurd. High. Are you going to call would... it better than everything everywhere? It's a classic. It's like a fringe 90 movie, but a 97? I guess that is kind of high. That's absurdly high. There are only three higher numbers. I could give it... Yeah, maybe 97 is a little high. It's in the 90s for sure, though. That, I guess I shouldn't say that it would be way lower, but I right, think... Right at two is like an 8991 dilemma for me. Really? Probably. I think, I think it's more it's, on the nine one for me. I think it's it like a 93, 94. I think it's very creative and unique, but like a 97. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's really high. It is 90, high. 97 is like that was one of the best movies to come out in its year. And like one of the most memorable of the decade. 97. That's really high. Fair enough. Um I yeah. But I mean, it's a good movie. I think A Bug's Life was also like upper 90s. I'm like, well, that's. I really like A Bug's Life. I, I don't love it, but like, that was I don't my favorite dislike ride it. it. That was one of my favorite things to do at Animal Kingdom was the Bug's Life ride inside of the, the tree. But I know people don't like that. I don't like it when it one of my favorite. penetrates my butthole. I love that part, dude. Yes. In and out. Right unique. <laughs> that's unique. <laughs> I, I guess Happy I like you and everybody. Yeah, I like the live aspect of it. And I guess that's part of the magic for me. Um, Happy June. <laughs> Happy June. I didn't know what you were saying, but then I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah so follow Corey on TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, new video coming out on Tuesday, actually. Um, I didn't tell Corey this. Uh, so stay tuned for that. 
Wow. I yeah, I'm finishing it up. And uh yeah. So go check that out. It's gonna be like a weekly thing, hopefully. Maybe it'll be a bi-weekly thing. Uh, you guys are playing with your glasses. I'm gonna end this. Thanks for listening. Uh, and uh until next time. I'll see you, man. I'll see you. <laughs>